Welcome to the future. My name is Fred the Robot. This is Future Aero Podcast. Enjoy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to uh, Futurero Podcast. And we are back for another great episode. Last episode. Welcome back. Yep. Welcome back. Last episode of the year. Uh, and just uh, thanks for everyone that supported us. I mean, to the 10 followers we have on YouTube, you guys are the, the real MVP. Uh, but next year, we're going to hit it hard and we're going to uh, definitely bring uh hit 100 next year yeah definitely more than that but yeah yeah we'll definitely be pumping out more numbers um we got a we got a plan so we got a lot of cool stuff coming up um and yeah man uh so how was the beer what was the beer called anyway so harrison had a i have it on my phone let me look it up real quick so harrison had an 11 point something beer 11%. Oh, it was it was really good it tasted good and it was smooth it's called um it's revision revision Bre- brewing company it's called dr lupu Lu- Lu- something lupus no nah, i can't get it i didn't i didn't get the other side of it i took a picture of it but it's like dr something dr lupus or lupu dr dre let me look it up real quick. Fuck it. Mm. Dr. Lupulin. That's Lupulin. Okay. Yeah, he got it in uh, Total Wine. He got this in Total Wine. So it's a, fuck, it's a good-ass IPA. 11.9%. Mm. It's really strong. So I, I just had one can, and I'm feeling that shit already. Gotta, gotta uh, try that shit for myself. We have a Total Wine out here, so... Yeah, it's, it's nice. The, the the artwork on the can is pretty cool too. It looks like a like a scientist, you know, like a math scientist. And he's just you know that's just that's just the cover of it. So I was like, yo, I gotta try that one. Yeah, that's freaking dope. Uh, so the homie just pulled up and said, hey, you know, let's have a beer. Yep. That's the best, you know, when somebody just pulls up and just spontaneously, you know, you have a good time. It's like the moments they least expect for the moments you least plan. Yeah, hell yeah when you plan something always goes out of uh out of order for some reason so other unplanned shit's the it best. never happens as it's planned huh nah hell no or it's never gonna be like how you envisioned it in your head yeah uh let's jump right into article one futurology so by the way if you want to check out all these articles everything is down below and the description right there and the show notes uh, so, Article 1 comes from clickondetroit.com. A woman moves into her first 3D printed home. A Virginia woman has officially taken ownership of the first ever owner-occupied 3D printed home in the world, thanks to uh, Habitat for Humanity. So, this home was basically the 3D printed home, you know, it's, it's freaking... Yeah, it's it's made out of concrete. So it's made out of concrete. They three D printed it. I don't know how long it took, but there's there's a video there's a video like online that shows the process and and all that. There's like a time lapse I think that I watched. It's kind of crazy like watching that shit. Word man, that's about like it. online that shows the process and Dope. and all that. Like, there's like a time lapse. But yeah, um, it's pretty cool. Like. Hold up, I can't turn it all the way down because I won't be able to hear you. 
Yeah. So that's pretty, <laughs> yeah, it's freaking dope. I mean, we're di- living in a different uh, different era right now. I mean, it's cool for you know, I mean, it'd be cool for tiny homes too. You know, especially with the homeless problem we have, they can just pop out a whole bunch of those. Yeah, I don't know how much. I think the price on these ones is kind of expensive, or I don't know if it's expensive or not. It doesn't say the price, but it's made out of concrete. That's cool. I mean, that's pretty dope. Yeah, uh, did you watch the video? I watched the video. Yeah, I saw the video. I mean, uh, the lady, she's like, yeah, my uh, great great grandma. She was born in a. She she lived in a concrete house, and and like I'm passing down the tradition. I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, crazy, you know? Yeah, that's definitely freaking nuts. Um, I don't know, man. It's cool. That's it's how, cool, though. That's how houses are in, like, uh, third world countries. They're concrete built. It's like, nah, third world countries is like something else. It's like shacks. <laughs> it's like shacks and roofs. It's like tin shacks and like... I don't know. Sticks. Not sticks, but like tin, like tin, tin, like, like it's not made up of tin, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a nicer upscale house. It's a concrete house, though. No, this, this one looks nice. It look, you can't even tell unless you get really close. Like, right. You know? Would you ever live in a 3D printed home or not? I mean, if they pay for it, yeah. <laughs> Would you ever live in a tiny home? I kind of do live in one right now. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, not really. No, no, not really. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I haven't put too much thought into it. You ever live in a boathouse? Nah, uh, too much rocking, huh? Yeah, hell yeah. But some people just park it. That shit will get you dizzy. Some people just park it at the top and just. Okay. Nah. There's some boathouses in SF that I've seen. Like they're right by the right by um. It, well, it's not AT&T Park anymore. Something else now. Uh, something Park. Yeah, what is what is it called? The... I don't even know. Chase? Is it Chase or not? Nah? Oh, no. Something like that. I don't even know what the name of it is anymore, but yeah. What is it called now? It'll always be AT&T Park to us. To us, because that's what we grew up with. But it's Oracle Park now. That's weird because it's like Oracle Arena. Oracle Arena is not Oracle. Oracle Arena is still Oracle Arena, huh? It's the Coliseum now, no? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they don't even give a fuck about the Oracle Arena anymore. They just let that shit go to go to. <laughs> Only when wrestling comes in town. Oh, they probably don't even go there, huh? Nah, like... they probably go to fucking San Jose. That's the new Cow Palace of the Bay Area. San Jose one, huh? The Oracle Arena, the new Cow Palace. The Cow Palace, classic. Classic, that's where Eddie Guerrero beat Brock Lesnar for the- That used to be a venue before, title. now it's just like where they do the, um, like the, what, yeah. like- Gun shows, expo, gun expo, tattoo. Do they even do that anymore? I don't even know if they do that anymore. <laughs> Marijuana expo, anything yeah. expo. Lizard expo, reptile expo. Right now I'm sipping on a Lagunitas IPA. Right now I'm sipping on a regular, just regular old-fashioned seltzer. No beer, it's just a regular seltzer. Oh, it's not a beer? Yeah, no beer. That one's pretty cool, those three, 3D printed homes. Um, we're, we're probably definitely going to see that more in the future, you know? 
Yeah, I think we'll see three D. I mean, uh, there was an article too about. I don't think we have it here, but it was a three D printed, three um, uh, D printed uh, organs. So that's great. That. That's awesome. I mean, that's just you know. There's a lot that could come with that technology with the three D printing. It's like you know. That way, you know, or people are not going missing for organ reasons. For organs. <laughs> Uh, Squid Game style, you know. <laughs> bro, wouldn't it be crazy if the Squid Game was real? Or like something like that, you know, Underground was like the Squid Game? I'm sure there's been something like that. Yeah. Bass or something similar, you know. Hell yeah. Dark Operations. You need to watch um, Silent Sea. Have you watched Silent Sea? Silent Sea. Yep. Six? It's uh, I think it's like a Korean Korean show too. Oh, I'll check it out. What's that one about? It's fucking sick. It's fucking good. It's a good ass show. It's they're they're in the moon. Holy shit! And there's like a like a moon virus or something like that going around or or you know. Mm-hmm. But I can't I can't really tell you too much. You gotta watch that shit. It's fucking right. it's intense and it's like you you get hooked into it. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, I'll definitely, <laughs> definitely check it out. The silent C. Do they talk? Is it dubbed or there? It went no. It's it's dubbed. It went up. It was, I think it's like number six on on the on the top charts right now on Netflix on the top mm-hmm. top ten, top ten you, Netflix list. You ever end up watching that Kevin Hart show? The movie. The true story or whatever. True no, life. not really. Uh, yeah, was, it was. I don't know. Uh, okay. It was good. <laughs> good uh, next. Was one. it good? Um, it was all right. Was, I don't know. I, I mean, just, it I don't know. It's hard to get into some shows sometimes. Yeah, but I think that was pretty good. It actually, had a, it had a pretty good cast. It was kind of stupid. I mean, Ellen will showed up in it, so that's that. Oh, kind of, shit. Yeah, that kind of ruined <laughs> that, it. Last week's guest on the um, <laughs> the celebrity disc, she showed up and kind of gave me a you know, I was like, Ugh. and then it took me a while to like I. Stepped away from it for a couple of days, and then I went back mm. to it. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll take a shot. Yeah, um, no, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, it's it's like when you see people that like actors that actors that you know, it's like it doesn't feel as real, you know. It, it, it takes it takes from the experience of the movie, you know. Yeah, like we'll and unless they're they're a really good actor and they can like take the role down and shit like that, but. But like Kevin Hart, it's like I don't know. I, I just see him being as Kevin Hart, just like The Rock. You know, he's just I, The he, Rock. He looks exactly the same as he does. You know, he didn't change anything. Same hairstyle, <laughs> facial. No, hair. like The Rock. Like The Rock, he's like he's the same character in every movie. You know, he's he's always a hero. But the thing is, it, I mean, it always started like that with him too, huh? I mean, the first one was uh, I mean, what the, the mummies or the mummy return? That was, you watched the the WWE one. I watched it too. The one that you sent That's me. That's funny, yeah. That video that you sent me with um, what was it? The WWE's um, WWE WWE Studio. Yeah, and why it failed? Why was epic fail? Yeah, yeah. I watched the whole thing. Surprisingly, <laughs> it was pretty good. But I mean, the the guy did have a point. I mean, did we really need a sticks marine? You know? I didn't even know there was that many movies of the marine. Same here, dude. I didn't know. Shh. I don't know anything about. Um. I remember seeing it though, like the way that he explained it is like the way that I remember it. It's like, I remember seeing the movies, the trailers in it, and it, it looked like it was like the best movie out, but that shit didn't do numbers at all. 
they they it up ended so up much. losing a lot of money. The WWE ended up losing a lot of money over these movies. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, they made a lot of money when it was direct DVD. Yeah. But they didn't make any, any, any money at the box office, so they just stopped going. But do you know office. anyone that's buying DVDs right now? Are you buying DVDs right now? Nah, hell no. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just streaming shit now. Yeah. But don't you miss... I, I, I was talking about this the other day. I missed the the, uh, the experience of going out and renting stuff oh yeah that's that's a memory that i have always like just renting movies from hollywood videos and stuff like that yeah but also the memory i also have and i miss is going to food school in san francisco and uh, you know you'd have like three or four guys out there just selling bootlegs oh they had the bootlegs three for three for 20 bucks i mean did you, i remember that's how we watched uh scooby-doo that's how we watch all of them some of them were even good a bunch of movies have, huh one of them came with the menu <laughs> oh yeah, I had like the menu already. It was fucking lit, huh? Yeah, some of them already had the menu. It was like DVD already. It came straight to DVD. <laughs> yeah, it was like it came. I feel menu. like some someone was doing. Someone made the menus for it. You know, like a graphic designer or something just fucking did that shit. Like they just you know coded it or programmed it or whatever into the DVD. Yeah, that's pretty. Edited cool, into yeah. it, you know. They probably learned that shit themselves too, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, that shit was that, was that was cool though that um, that was the best experience because they would lay it out on the floor or in boxes and you just pick through it and get three for 20 bucks three uh bootlegs bootleg DVD. that was the best part about going to get groceries <laughs> right you come out and then you know you can't even watch a damn movie in the theaters uh you just couldn't you know it was like that uh we didn't have it like that so it was like that was the next best thing to watch the latest movies yeah, there's too much of us to go to the movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's fucking too much of us. But, I mean, I think I was open. I kind of missed that, you know, just that boot. I remember the one time the cops were actually buying bootleg DVDs from those guys. They were there too, huh? They didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. They didn't shut them down. They actually went there and bought some DVDs themselves. This was in San Francisco, like, early 2000s? Mid-2000s. Mid-2000s. Yeah, I think that was dope. That was a dope thing. Also, uh... You would always see that old lady, uh, old Mexican lady in the back of her van selling uh, tamales. Oh, right there too, huh? And fire ass tamales. Tamales. Yup. San Francisco, man, I missed it. I think it's changed, but I think there's parts that are still the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like some of it's still the same, but it's like, you know, it's, it's changed a lot in the past, what, 20 years? Yeah. There was one time we went down to the mission and they had all these like, Asian shops. And, you know, there was one where they sell like toys and just random stuff, you know, random shit you really don't need, just toys and clothes. That's where we would go Christmas shopping. <laughs> <laughs> random toys and all the all the, the toys, the bootleg systems too. They had like the bootleg um what duck hunt? Toy station. Yeah, you got the duck hunt, you had a uh, fucking Super Mario on it, Donkey Kong, hella shit. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember one time a lady was so mad that they sold her something broken and they wouldn't give her a refund because it said no refunds on the sign. I mean, yeah. if it says no refunds. And she was like screaming at the top of her lungs, you know, outside just screaming like a, a freaking white lady, like a hipster lady. <laughs> she was screaming, uh, what she was saying? She was saying, oh, they sell broken merchandise, don't shop here. She was just screaming like nonstop for I like- I think they still went in there and got a fucking system from them. <laughs> nah, we didn't even get a system. I think we went in there and bought shit like fucking, uh, suitcases and just random oh. shit. <laughs> we still we still went in there. Yeah, nobody gave a fuck. 
Like we know they sell broken shit. You know, says no refunds. You gotta freaking pick your shit out. Correct. You gotta know what you're buying. Yeah, you're not buying some fucking top notch shit over there. You're just buying, you know. I remember one time, dude. I was I went in there with my mom, and I think you were there too. But I was dressed like a like a wannabe cholo. <laughs> Uh, and these biceps were like really like about to jump me, dude. I think they thought I was banging. <laughs> they were like talking shit about me in Spanish. And I don't know if they knew that I knew Spanish, but I don't know, bro. I almost got, I feel like I almost got assaulted there by some biceps that were working there. For real? I never even knew that. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, it was weird. It was a weird interaction. I bet. It was just weird all around. I mean, they were just there. Helping, you know, they're like the helpers, folding clothes and yeah. shit. But they thought I banged. <laughs> nah, I feel like a lot of those, um, a lot of those uh, actually got shut down, you know, recently because of COVID and all that shit. Really? You know, a lot of these mom and pop shops, a lot of these small shops, they got shut down. So hopefully, they got the PPP loan and just got money off that shit. Oh, hopefully, but you know, yeah. A lot of people got that PPP, PPP loan or PP loan or whatever they call it. Uh, and that's just basically Pay- paycheck stuff. protection program or something like that yeah i remember um there's a gas station i know that got it for sure near my neighborhood because the gas station was like a shell but it was hella shitty and then you they know upgraded they, during COVID. they remodeled that shit it looks yeah. looking nice they but had that pvp check huh yeah a lot of gas stations are doing that they got that pvp check yeah i know a lot of them are like remodeling and shit huh mm-hmm. which is yeah i mean I don't know. I think small, you know, I don't know. I guess they deserve it. I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't care. <laughs> Not my money. Uh, next next one. Uh, Apple yeah. jumping into VR gaming. Apple jumping into the VR game. Uh, as as rumors about Apple's rumored AR headset only grows, the company said to have hired Meta's argument augmented reality communications lead so they basically snapped this person that was working for the metaverse um their team basically huh yeah they snagged snagged the their meta team yeah they basically took this person that was uh excuse me that was the oh lead the lead for, huh the communications lead yeah the, the the augmented reality communications lead uh, so they're definitely getting into the game now too. Uh, while multiple sources believe that Apple's AR VR headset will be introduced in 2020, it now seems that the company may have plans to announce the new product in 2022. Damn. So, so that's uh, probably closer than you than you think, huh? Yeah, they'll probably announce it September 2022 when they do their events and announce new shit. Yep. Uh, right now, the most likely scenario is that Apple's headset will hit the stores. In late 2022, of course, everything can change until Apple's official announcement. Like that's gonna come out during you know winter time, December and shit like that. Yeah, probably a little before that, huh? Mm-hmm. Maybe for next uh, Christmas. Yeah, hell yeah. The new product uh, announces a new product, but with Meta's PR being hired by Apple, it shows that the company's really pushing forward into the AR headset direction. So Apple makes a really good product. Um, it's gonna make the Oculus 2 look like shit, to be honest. <laughs> but this is AR, Oculus is VR. So this is gonna be augmented reality. This is gonna be like a, a mix of both, no? Oh, yeah, but they're still getting into the game and I think it's gonna be a game changer for sure. Anything oh, yeah, as Apple is good quality, dude. I mean, Apple shit. A lot of people love bad. Apple products. Everyone loves Apple products, you know, from, from the fucking iPhones to iPads, you know, MacBooks. Yeah, bro. 
just put it this way. I mean, you get some air, air, I got some AirPods, right? And I got like these other ones from Amazon, like regular AirPods. And I know my friend had these Samsung ones, AirPods or Samsung pods. They were all garbage compared to the Air, AirPods, the Apple ones. They stick in your ear. You barely feel them there. It's like the shit. Like, yeah, that shit quality. doesn't fall. I have an iPad and an iWatch. And I mean, it's just good quality, dude. I've been having it for years and it just runs smooth and runs fast. It's a fucking machine. I think it's, it's the simplicity with Apple. Apple is all about simplicity, keeping it simple. Yeah, it's simple, but they also make it clean and like, you know, crisp, you know, it's like straightforward. You don't have to jailbreak, you don't have to like hack, you know, it's not, you know, it's not complicated. For me, iPhone's simple and it runs like a beast, you know, it runs like a machine. That's all you can really ask for in a product, you know, so that one's good. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I'll probably, you know, I'll probably, check it out see yeah so they said that the first the first um apple glasses were expected to rely on on the iphones but now they're saying that that it has an advanced chip in it so that it operates on its own without a without having a without having a phone nearby that's interesting yeah so i think they're like it's it's going up like their um their technology is going up further than they thought you know Especially if they snagged the uh, Meta's uh, lead augmented reality. Person. Yeah, they fucking swooped on him. They're like, like we're gonna give you more money. Come work for us. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Work for Tim Apple. I mean Tim Cook. Tim Apple. Tim Apple. Same shit. What <laughs> Trump called him? Tim Apple. This is Tim Apple. Tim Cook. Whatever. Um. Next story, dude. Uh, Toyota's backstepping on their key fob subscription. So basically, a couple of weeks ago, they said, hey, you know, if you want to use our key fob to automatically start your car, we're going to start charging you seven bucks a month. And the fucking internet went wild. They're like, fuck this. You know, people were fucking ranting. They're like, you know, this is just greediness, capitalism at its worst. People were just going fucking insane. They're going fucking nuts. Uh, they're going mental. They're going fucking crazy, dude. Um, yeah, people didn't like that at all. Like. I mean, they had that service already, and then they're gonna start paying for it. Like that makes no sense, you know? Right, it's just freaking stupid. Um, they're they're just trying to see what they can get away with, you know? Toyota. Exactly. They thought people were gonna be like, okay, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll pay. For it. All right, we'll pay for it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't matter if it's seven dollars or seven cents or seven hundred dollars. You know, it's fucking greediness, and it's good that we put a stop to this shit because if we don't, then who knows how far they can take it to. Then your your heated up seats are gonna be another two bucks a month, you know. You gotta heat them up. Yep, yeah. two bucks. This is uh, everyone's jumping on this subscription shit. Uh, you know they see that there's money to be made there, and everyone wants a piece of the pie. But you already have a big ass piece of the pie, you know. Like what else you want? Um, at the time, Toyota declined to give a detailed answer on why it chose to take on the feature that doesn't need an internet connection. So basically, they, you know, they just... They don't want to speak about yeah, it. They're either. backstepping, they're like, you know, this, this, you know, whoever thought about this should get fired. And like, fuck this, you know, we'll just backstep on this. Um, they didn't want to comment on it either. <laughs> I didn't want to comment on it. They're like, nah, you know, it's stupid. I mean, it was probably that one dumbass in the room. Hey, you know, um, if, Let's just know, charge them for it. <laughs> charge them for it, you know. Uh, we make so much money on this. Subscription services are off the roof right now. Everyone's paying for Netflix. 
they do not mind they do not mind playing paying for a subscription fob for the fob you know it's a feature it's an extra feature they should pay for it and everyone's like yeah yeah i agree more money <laughs> and then boom you know everyone goes wild um they went for it as they should you know everyone should go wild because that does not make fucking sense at all um next story paralyzed man tweets using his thoughts this one was fucking <laughs> wild fucking black mirror at its finest uh philip o'keefe has made the first direct thought tweet after having a computer chip implanted on his brain um o'keefe a six-year-old from australia has amniotrotical lateral scoliosis sclerosis als basically ALS. for sure he made the tweet using just his thoughts and a brain computer interface created by neural tech startup his, uh, his tweet read no need for keystrokes or voices i created this tweet just by thinking it that oh, is that's fucking it. crazy that's and it says hashtag hello world bci bci stands for what brain computer interface or something like that mm-hmm. yeah um so he just thought that how the fuck do you even just think a tweet like you don't even type it you don't even yeah, dude, it's freaking crazy i mean i have a million thoughts running over my head all the time like my brain is scattered brain so this is scary man i mean it would have been scary if he thought something else like something not intended to tweet like boobs or something it's like <laughs> you know it would just no nah, i think i don't know because this is like people that are paralyzed yeah like people that are paralyzed that can't move their hands or their feet and they're you know they're trying to communicate with people yeah well that's a good thing for this scenario. for them yeah, for different right but if they can hack into our thoughts and put a chip in our brain you know it's a whole different thing that's scary uh i was talking about with harrison how the other day i was thinking about earwax i mean a random ass thought but i was thinking man you know i need to clean my ears because <laughs> You know, it was just that time uh, to clean my ears. And I kept thinking about earwax all day. And then, boom, I'm watching YouTube. And an uh, ad for an earwax device kept coming up. It wasn't the, it wasn't just once. It was like three or four times. I never even Googled earwax or anything like that on how to clean your ears. You never said oh, it out loud? No, I was thinking these in my head. But I think our, we're at this point where our devices, and <laughs> I think they're like Bluetooth with our brain somehow. <laughs> Cause it's just crazy. And you said you had similar experiences where you, uh, I kind of like- have had similar experiences where I don't know where I'm just thinking about something and, and then I just see it pop up on the TV, you know? That's crazy. I, don't, I wouldn't, I don't know. It's, it's weird, you know? Mm. I mean, then, uh, yeah, it's fucking weird. You know? The ability to be a psychic might be real now, you know, with the technology, of course. All this AI and shit, bro. They they predict anything. Exactly, dude. It's freaking nuts. I mean, it's just getting so advanced. Kind of go, kind of goes to our next story with AI predicting the future and shit. So it's kind of like similar to that, you know? Yeah, let's talk about that AI predicting the future. Uh, this comes from Wired.com, a reliable source. Once again, um, it's right down below if you want to check it out. Uh, part of being human is being able to defy the odds. Algorithmic prophecy undermines that. Um, 
yeah so it's basically the AI. future of futures everyone wants to be everyone wants to know what what's to come right but our obsession right. with predictions reveals more about ourselves yeah uh, this is a long ass article um so i'm just gonna skim through it um and basically if you really want to just know like what the article is about just read the first sentence and the last sentence <laughs> that pretty much tells you everything uh, the ability to defy the odds is not one of the greatest gifts of humanity we undermine that or peril um and then as you read these words there are likely dozens of algorithms making predictions about you yeah no it's really just talking about like algorithms predicting like you know what you're gonna what you're gonna do next you know not what you're gonna do next but like making predictions you know yeah and, it, and they're getting better at that like they're getting better at making those predictions you know yeah and it goes hand in hand to where you're thinking you know you could be thinking about something and boom it comes up on the screen or it comes up on an ad usually an ad and then you know for me usually like an ad and i'm like what the heck nah uh, that's scary to me because i was just thinking that like, to know. it shouldn't be popping up as an ad it's just my thought you know i don't want my thought to be out there like that you know because i think a million thoughts a day you know i don't even know what i think half the time you know i think about different things uh so ai predicting your own future that's predictable they it's just patterns at the end of the day but ai is so strong right now that they can yeah they can tell like what we're gonna like you know like what we're thinking about buying what we're gonna buy you know they can predict that shit it's, it's getting to that level bro it's fucking wild now you know it's crazy it's getting crazy yeah they could probably even they all could probably even predict what our next articles are gonna be like the day like before before, before we even know it you know <laughs> yeah like they know okay these guys go on reddit they go on here they go on wired.com okay you know you know <laughs> yeah like you know boom here's here's your articles it's, it's getting wild bro it's getting crazy it's getting crazy uh i think it's getting better too like the technology like you know that the algorithms are getting smarter you know they're getting like more yeah, information yeah. about us type shit yeah they're getting a lot smarter um but it's cool man it kind of goes back to, it kind of goes to, into our next article too and it's not really about the future but it's about the past Okay. And uh, the Nintendo 64, man. So this comes from gamesradar.com. And it's basically, you know, a thank you to Nintendo 64 because they kind of got the foot into the door with Mario uh, Mario 64, you know? It was like literally the first 3D game ever. Uh, I didn't even, I didn't know that. That was the first 3D game? It's the first, like, like the way it is, you know, like, not... But, you know, not like 3D, but the first actual, like, good 3D game, you know, it's like the one where it's actually, like, open, oh, oh, kind of like open world, bro. Um, you just walk around and do whatever. <laughs> you play Mario 64, right? Yeah, hell yeah. I've done, yeah, you know that. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically, uh, I mean, the first 3D game was 3D Monster Base. But, you know, I didn't put 3D on the map, you know, because it, kind of, it was whack. Uh, 3D Monster Maze? Yeah. What uh, is that? I never heard of that. It was a game in the 80s, uh, 1981, the first 3D game accessible on computers. Uh, but the first game that really brought music and 
นะครับเชฟเดอะจอนร์และคันอะไร revolutionized 3D and not 3D as in like you put on 3D glasses but three dimensional you know yeah like it it look it imitates three three dimensional objects like see the front the back the side or whatever yeah it was not the first 3D game by a long shot but uh the first 3D platformer and it's kind of like a pioneer you know for the future you know for you know not just um Gaming, but also like the shapes and the 64 bits as well, um, the flexibility you had with the characters, um, memory architecture. Um, it was just freaking phenomenal. Making the music, you know, everything was just on point. So that was kind of like um, a lot of companies use that as their kind of like. Uh, As a reference, you know, when 3D first started coming out, you know, they we saw other games came out as well after that. But honestly, that was probably one of the first video games I ever played in my life. Um, yeah, I think that was one of the first ones. You know, I was like a little boy when it came out, and I remember my dad got us the Nintendo 64, or Mario 64, and it was just there one morning. One morning I woke up and I was like four. I was like Mia's age. And I remember walking into the bedroom, and my sister and my aunt were playing. And I'm like, "What is that?" Like, shut up! You know, they're just like, "It's nothing." You know, don't worry about it. I'm like, "Is that ours?" And they're like, uh, "No, it's not ours, but it was ours." Um, <laughs> and they were playing, and I was like, "Man, this is freaking dope!" You know, it looks like freaking uh, real life. You know, like I never seen anything like it, and I was just blown away. Because before that, it was a bunch of like 2D. Like I remember Mario Kart was like 2D, basically. Right, and it looked like that. That game was actually like, and to, to this day, it still a, looks a, like a really good game. It has it's aged really well. Yeah, it has aged really well. That's like a classic right there. Like that's that's one game I can always play. You know. Yeah. Do you have it on the Switch? I don't, but I should get it. Yeah, well, they have the thing. On I the, think I've played it before on the Switch, but I don't think I have it on the Switch right now. So yeah, I played it on the Switch too, but it has they sell at the Nintendo Store. They have a Mario 3D or something, and it has a Mario 64, Mario Galaxy One, and it has Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, so, it has all three. Yeah, a game that came out on Nintendo 64. The next one came out on the GameCube. And the yeah, one, Sunshine came out on the GameCube, right? They're all pretty fun, though. Um, yeah, I'm playing a lot of Mario lately. I think Mario is like a it's always gonna be a classic, like no matter what. Like there is whenever there's a new game, like everyone's just on Ana. Especially, yeah, and so uh, like once people start getting older, then the little kids like like my daughter, she loves Mario. Mario, you know, like she had a Mario theme party, uh, <laughs> but you know. That's all she plays. Yeah, that's good. You, you guys are gonna be excited for the gift, the gift she got then. Oh wow! Okay, I'm I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you picked it up yet, but I, I got I got her something like that. All right, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I haven't picked it up yet. I definitely wanna. Or I don't even think it's Mario, but it's something she'll like. You know, something like that. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it, and she'll appreciate it too when she gets it. Um, I gotta go pick up her gifts. Uh, <laughs> soon so she can enjoy him um but yeah i mean it's just uh 
signposts our way into the 3D future. It kind of, it was kind of the staple. It kind of just got the ball rolling. Like, okay, that game, you know, once everyone once it came out, everyone was blown away. Like, what the hell, you know? How the hell these people just pull this off, you know? It was just my, you know, it kind of signposts our way into the future. Um, the Nintendo 64, but I think mostly Mario 64 in the Nintendo 64. But then like better, I don't know. It's like, it was, it was like, yeah, I know, I know what she's, I know what you're saying. Like it, it, it like influenced a lot, you know. Yeah, it influenced it. It uh, got the ball rolling for sure. Like if Mario 64 can do that, like what can what can these other games do? You know. Yeah, especially yeah, definitely, man. So it's cool. I mean, I think uh, gaming has you know become a part of our life for a lot of us uh and i think it's here to stay for sure i mean it's not going anywhere i mean games it's freaking fun um but i also think that it's uh it's good that you know there's a lot of good benefits to playing games i mean a lot of people say you know oh you know it's gonna make you anti-social or it's not good to play video games but i think it's uh it helps your brain, you know, it helps your brain how to figure out things. Uh, like getting, reaching goals and objectives and shit like that, you know, getting to yeah. the goal. Good hand-eye coordination, too. That was like a proven study. Yeah. That's what I've heard before, too, the hand-eye coordination thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I feel like I think it's more than that, you know. Video yeah, games, definitely. It's a, it's a way for people to connect, you know, like from different cultures and shit, you know. Yeah, especially if you're playing online. Um, but I remember, awesome. I remember when I went to Nicaragua. I played with, with our cousins over there. We would play like fucking video games all the time, you know. Oh, for real? Yeah, I would play the PS2 over there. I and, think I uh, went, I, I went with um, Danny once. Our cousin Danny. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to like a like a PS2 spot they have over there. They had like hella arcades and shit, but they would be like they'd rent out the PS2, the GameCubes and shit like that. So it was basically like like someone's someone's house or something like that. But they rented out like a bunch of like video game systems, like the PS2. They had a hell of games and shit. That's actually a really good business. I mean, it wouldn't work here in America. Not here, but over there, right. yeah. Like in a third world country, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that was yeah. Fucking, it was fucking cool. Like, I was like, playing FIFA with him and shit. That's dope. And I was like, I was like winning the whole time, but I was like, we were just playing and shit. And I was like, it was cool because like there's hella different games, you know, you could play. Yeah, that's dope. That's actually kind of cool. I mean, it wouldn't work here because everyone has everything. And yeah, over there. Yeah. I mean, it might work like, uh, yeah, it might work certain places. Yeah. But no, that we were playing that shit and like, you know, like my my Spanish wasn't the best, you know, over there. Like, obviously, like my Spanish isn't good right now. So my Spanish wasn't was probably shit back then, you know? Yeah, you sound like a no sabo kid. Yeah, and we're we're no, just no, looking, no, no. we're just playing video games, you know. We're just, he just took me to play uh, at the arcades, and we're just playing PS2, and we're just you know. See, you wouldn't have those good memories. If it wasn't having good. hella fun and shit. Yeah. I mean, you have so many good memories from video games that it's just a part of our life, you know. Definitely. Um, let's jump right into the next one. The TikTok moderators suffering from mental health issues. Uh, moderators watch hours of traumatic uh, videos to TikTok for failing to protect her me- mental health. I mean, 
I can only I can only imagine what these people go through and all this shit these people see. I mean, I think we if we have AI enough to freaking make someone's tweet a tweet from their brain. You know, they should have an AI that moderates these videos because uh, they need an AI to moderate the shit. Because fucking yeah, this is too yeah. Much. I can see how it can just fuck somebody up, man. I mean, I see shit that hasn't even been you know shit that you know scarred me for life, and it wasn't even stuff this bad, but. A former content moderator for TikTok is suing uh, the social media giant and its parent company, ByteDance, for reportedly failing to take measures to protect her mental health after she watched countless hours of traumatic traumatic videos involving cannibalism, rapes, animal mutilation, and suicides, among numerous other disturbing activities. Uh, so this was like long, despite the long, she had also long shifts with like 15 minute breaks. So that's constantly going in your conscious and constantly just rotting your brain. Um, that shouldn't but, be, you know, I mean, you couldn't pay me enough to do watch all that shit. Cause I think I fucking watch like two or three videos and be like, yeah, yeah, guys, I quit. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, you can't pay me enough. I mean, and I'm sure they're not paying this person enough either. Uh, Cause yeah, you couldn't pay me yet. You know? Moderators moderators work twelve hour shifts. Fraser explained, and only get one hour off for lunch and two 15 minute breaks. Fuck. Fuck that. So so they're they're twelve hours. They're just there fucking watching content of fucking shit that shouldn't be online. You know, it's like <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like- it's not regular shit. It's just shit that shouldn't be online. The the shit that they're moderating, like the shit that they're trying to ban and shit. They should have prisoners be the moderators that's fucked up i guess i mean that's 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 going that's also going back to like fucking um no no not, not prisoners but like uh, like <laughs> that people, you know like serial colors and shit like people are on death row for doing heinous crimes you know that should be their punishment that's actually job is a punishment that's like hell i mean if you're getting paid fucking a shitload for it then you know yeah Fuck, that's crazy. That's like, you know, you're just, I think I watched, well, I forgot what show it was, but I was watching like a show on Netflix and there, there's like someone that was. Yeah, hell no, these people don't get paid enough. TikTok moderators make $42,000 to $54,000 a year. So I was like 15 to 20 bucks a month. Oh uh, yeah, an hour. No, I forgot what, what show it was, but there's this show on Netflix. Was it clickbait? Yeah, with the moderator guy. The oh moderator. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch, did you watch <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's it was clickbait. Yeah, and they had the moderator there and shit. They had like the the brother was a moderator or whatever. It was a good show, huh? It was it was close. It was fucking yeah. It it captured my attention or whatever for the. There was a twist at the end too, and that's a show that doesn't have a lot of like known actors. So I think it was more. It wasn't really talked about though. I feel like that show just like fell off, huh? Which one? Clickbait. Clickbait, yeah. I think it did pretty good the first couple of weeks. I don't think a lot of people have talked about it, but I think it was good overall. I liked it. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it like the first week too, and that shit was fucking, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, definitely check out Clickbait if you have it on Netflix. Um, yeah, that's what it reminded me of with the moderators and shit. Like, I would, nah, fuck that. I wouldn't do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, man. The whole, you know, it was a twist at the end. You know, I was like against him, and then I was like, oh man, you know, maybe this guy didn't do it. <laughs> you know, I, I know, right? I was against them, you know, it was crazy. I think it was good. Yeah. I liked it, though. 
Yeah. It was intense, it was, yeah. It took place in Oakland, too, I mean. It took place in the yeah. Bay Area, yeah, huh? Yeah, and it's crazy because uh, that show, they started filming in the Bay Area, and then when COVID hit really bad, they start, finished the filming in Australia. So uh, that's why it looked Oakland, hella different. Yeah, some parts look like Oakland, and some parts like they don't look like Oakland at all. It looks like some some other, yeah, some other place. I was like, nah, this is like some some parts where they were like in the dock and shit. It looked like they're in Oakland, but like when they're like, when they're like in the suburbs and shit, and the houses they're like driving around, it'd be like, nah, that's not Oakland. No, nah, hell no, I don't have lawns out there. Well, I don't know. I've never been in the suburb side of Oakland. I've been to the city. I've been to some of the suburb side of Oakland, but it's like it's like kind of similar, you know? Huh? Like the hills and shit, but those were the hills. Those houses like a basic suburban neighborhood. Yeah, it was like a basic, basic suburban. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, people are not growing grass out there like that in the Bay Area. <laughs> the grass is not made for the Bay Area. The grass isn't green out here. <laughs> it dies. Everything they plant dies out there. Um, one. we got the hip hop album. Yeah, definitely. So this is a new segment. We're reviewing a hip hop album, Yokohama by my boy made in tokyo and you know the activist um what are your initial thoughts listening to the album i listened to the whole thing yesterday working out to be Um, honest to be honest i've seen i was like i've seen their uh, i've seen made in tokyo like on the side like on my suggested videos on youtube but like it's been a minute since i've actually listened to made in tokyo you know Cause it was like what 2016 or 27 like something like that 2017 when he like first like you know skirt, blew up skirt, yeah, skirt. skirt skirt made in tokyo with the uber everywhere uber everywhere and then the song made in tokyo too there's a song made into i don't know but yeah I, I fucked with him a lot though like back then like you know yeah yeah but then after that like a, a lot of the albums that i think he dropped like what two albums after that yeah and they weren't they weren't as big as that, you know. No, nah, they weren't as big. And the thing is, um, Skateboard P was the other song that was good, and that Flanders. Um, I always fuck with those songs too. Yeah, I fuck with those songs. Skateboard P is definitely a dope one. Uh, but I never, I never, you know, I'm not really a big fan of mumble rap to be honest. But I've always had a soft spot for Made in Tokyo. <laughs> I don't know why. I always just liked him for some reason. Uh, I think he's super talented. But you know, like I said, I'm not a big fan of the mumble rap stuff but yeah i've always had a soft spot for him because i think he's a little different because he like he grew up in in tokyo right he grew up in japan no i think he was born in in, in hawaii and yeah and i think he grew up in, in, in tokyo or something and he, spent, he spent like his high school years in like tokyo or something like that or like you know yeah his teenage years yeah growing up basically yeah i mean the cover of the album is dope um it's called yokohama it's like two like anime characters chasing after the bus or like a train thing. And it just kind of gives you like, it paints a picture of how the album's going to sound. I think uh, the cover art is important, you know, with an album, you know, it has to come hand in hand. And I feel like it did a good job with that. Um, I like some songs better than, than others. What was your favorite song on there? I like, uh, which one was it? I like six rings. Mm. Um, see some was good. That was my favorite one. See, see some, yeah. Mm. See some, I fuck with that one. Uh, Super Wavy was dope. I, I had a couple. I think the, the 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 album did a good job with the first 
five and six songs, they just knocked that out of the park. They were all just, it flowed together, you know, so one song came and then the other one followed through. I think after like the like the sixth or seventh song, it was just like I don't know. It just it just came apart. I don't know. It came apart for me. Like it it wasn't it it wasn't following that same structure, you know. Right, and that may have been the other guys and putting it Uno the activist. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating. <laughs> no, nah, Uno the activist is fucking fire. I think. Oh, for real? I haven't checked. Yeah, that. I've listened to some of his some of his older shit. I don't remember. I don't know. Like I've listened to some of his older shit. Oh really? And I fuck with Uno the activist. He's a good. He's a good artist. Yeah, that's cool. I gotta check out some of this shit. Uh, but yeah, I felt the same way. I feel like the album kind of just went off after the, you know, the, went off the rails, huh? Off the rails a little bit. Um, it was still a pretty decent album. I'll probably revisit it again this week. You know, give it another listen. I like to listen to it one time and just get it out out of my system. You know, just listen to the whole thing. And then I just listen to it again and kind of just listen to the lyrics and pick up on things that I didn't pick up the first time. Um, the album dropped December 10th, 2021. Under the Yokohama label. I like the uh, Talk To Me Nice a lot. Yeah, Talk know, To Me Nice. Talk To Me Nice. Know. See Some. How To Love Part 2. Which one? How To Love Part 2? Ba- bankroll. Bankroll. I didn't, I didn't, I don't really, I don't know. Uh... I like Six Rings a lot, though. Six Rings is cool. Yeah, I like Six Rings, too. That was one, you know, like, for a second, it sounded like there was a lot of influence, uh, Lil Wayne influences on, on the album, too. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like after 9 or, like, 9 or 10, I was, like, I don't know. I couldn't really, like, concentrate on the album. Maybe that's just me. But, like, you know. You should just like, start the, pick the it up The first few there. songs, I really fucked with them a lot. Like, I fucked with Talk To Me Nicey some. I didn't really like Ghost Rider. It was okay, but I liked Have My Way and like Groceries and Six Rings. Those were like hella good. And then after that, I was like dying down a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I liked, um, there's one that I liked a lot, Super Wavy, number 14. Yeah, that I like Super good. Wavy, that one, so. Yeah, I liked that one a lot. So out of 10, what would you give this album? 10 being like. Out of 10, I would give it a 7 out of 10, to be honest. 7 out of 10? That's pretty high. Yeah. It's good. It's not. It's not ten out of ten, but it's pretty high. You know, it's a, it's a good album. I like the first. You know, the first five, five, six songs. You know, I like them a lot. They're cool. I and agree then, with that. Uh, a six out of ten. Uh, above average, definitely. Uh, like I said, you know, I haven't really listened to like a full album, like straight to back. You know, front to cover, front to front to back. Yeah, you should though. I mean, it's just a good experience that way you can. Uh, there's just some albums that are just go hard the entire way out, you know. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like albums are made to be a story. They're made to be. They're made to tell a story from beginning to end. It's like it's a story, but like in the in the in the in the era we're living now, it's like it's not really like that. It's like it's more singles. Like people are drop. Yeah, people are dropping singles. You know, just one song, two songs, or whatever. You know. Yeah. It's uh, not really a story to it. It's not really an album. You know. So yeah, I'll let you pick out the next album. Uh, we'll do something from the '90s. How about that? And then we'll jump back. We'll jump back into the future, and then we'll jump into the past. <laughs> nah, this one's good. I, I like this one. This one was good. Um, we'll see what the next one is. Yeah. So you give it a five. You give it a seven. I give it a six. Like I said, I think they could have gone harder on it. Um, it was good though. Made in Tokyo. You know, he's he's doing his shit. He's a solid artist, and then Kuno Active is, is pretty dope too. So. 
they came together for this one and, and brought us this this album, which is dope. Um, but yeah, super talented and yeah, definitely want to see what they drop next, you know, or if, you know, they do their solo shit. Yeah, I feel like, you know, they're good. They're like, it's some good shit. It's some cool shit that they dropped. Like, it was cool. Yeah, um, it was definitely a lot of talent in that room. Um, but, yeah. You know, who's made in Tokyo's brother is 24 Hours. Have you ever listened to 24 Hours? No, not yet. Is he good? That's uh, made in Tokyo's younger brother, 24 Hours. No, I got to check this shit out. What do you recommend? Twenty four HRS, that's his name. Like if you search it up, twenty four HRS, just twenty four hours. He's remote. Yeah, he, he has some. Nah, he's 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 from wherever. I don't know where he's from. This is right here. He's from Oakland. Oh, he's from Oakland. Or he was born in Oakland. I didn't know that. Yeah. Robert Davis. He's oldest brother, father, recording artist, made in Oakland. Yeah, he was born in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. They both they both moved together to Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, he was oh he was born in Oakland. What the fuck? <laughs> he was only I there never knew Oakland. 24 hours was from Oakland, bro. What the fuck? That's <laughs> well, he was only there right now. Age of, he was only there until like the age of one or two, and then moved down. Okay, so yeah, it makes sense that he doesn't really you know he doesn't really give a fuck about Oakland like that. <laughs> right. He didn't really know what was going on in Oakland, but yeah, right. I guess. No. They moved well, I mean, to, you can't blame the guy. You know. Yeah, like, they moved to Atlanta. He grew up in Atlanta. I always thought he was an Atlanta rapper, you know? Well, he is. He was just born in Oakland. Yeah, no, no, he is. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's a good artist, too. He has some some songs with, like, uh, Ty Dallison and Wiz Khalifa and shit. Oh, bro, we should uh, review a Mac Dre album next. You down? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which one? Uh, this is Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, see. No, I think. Let me Tizel, see. Tizel Washington. That's a good one, but I think that's like. Oh, no, no, no. no. I feel like that's a mainstream one. Right. Uh, Genie of the Lamp. Genie of the Lamp. Uh, the Genie of the Lamp. What's your favorite Mac Dre song? The Genie of the Lamp. That's your favorite song? Yeah. There's a song called The Genie of the Lamp by Mac Dre. Uh, then an that's also the name of the album but like this is this is a song i don't know if i can play it uh, i'm not gonna Bro, play it uh, my favorite song from mag Dre is since 84 man i don't know if you ever heard of it since 84. since 84 yeah yeah like that song is, i think it's one of my favorite mag Dre songs it just goes hard bro it has just that you can really you know see how talented he was with just that song California Bear. Yeah. Bear. That one's a good one, too. Yeah, definitely. Let's do Genie of the Lamp next week. That one's a good Yeah, hell yeah. Not my job. That is not my job, bitch. Remember? <laughs> There's hella good songs on that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that one next week. Um, What's next? We got the wild card next. E40 or Mad Gray. That's tough. That's a tough one. Oh, pick one, fool. Um, 
Probably Mac Dre for me. I feel like you would say E40 though. Yeah, E40, bro. I mean, I, there's just some albums that I've listened to his that just kind of like, you know, like the, they hit the heart, you know, it's like uh, three jobs, dude. He talks about his mom having three jobs. Mm. Now it's his ghost. Like, there's just some songs from E40 that just are good, man. I mean, they're just, you know, on another, another level, dude. I think he's one of the best rappers to ever come out of the state of California. One of the best rappers to ever come out of the world. I mean, super underrated as well. Um, I don't know. When I, when I think of Mac Dre, I just think of, you know, Mafioso and like all the, you know, feeling myself and all the all the classics that he's dropped bro he's he's 40 like, just know? has that style on that flow Ugh, you know he just has that i don't know i just i just feel like when people are at the party though people play mac dre you know what about you 40 i feel like everyone's playing you know feeling myself you know it's just, it's just, just... that too <laughs> that too but that's like that's like more older, you know? I don't know. Nah, tell me when the go came out after. That's true. That's true. But I don't know. I feel like it's like the way it aged compared to like Mac Dre. Mac Dre, his music aged like differently, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think for, for Bay Area culture, you know? For Bay Area culture, the, the way that he's a legend, you know? For Bay, like Bay Area culture, everyone, you know, everyone just sees him as God, you know? Yeah, he's basically our Tupac. I mean, you know, yeah. Tupac in LA. Definitely. Even though Tupac was out here in Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wild card time. Uh, don't change the Wi-Fi password or else. Uh, staff at the mosque in Indonesia changed Wi-Fi password. So the teens chased him down with machetes. Where was uh, this in? The Philippines? Not Indonesia, fool. Oh, I think. <laughs> Indonesia. Yeah, two teenagers in Medan, Indonesia, have been arrested after they chased a group of mosque staff with a machete, all because they were disconnected from their online game when the staff member changed their Wi-Fi password. Uh, the Indonesian news site Detik reported that the staff of the all-Muslim mosque have changed the Wi-Fi password of the mosque while the teens were playing a game at about 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Uh, CC television footage of the incident was posted on TKPM Madon uh, Instagram page. It showed two teens entering the, an area believed to be where the mosque staff were. A few seconds later, the three men believed to be staff uh, can be seen running frantically across the corridor. The two teens appeared then appeared walking out with one of them holding what it looked like to be a machete. Uh, the news outlet reported that the mosque staff lodged a police report of the incident. Uh, reported that the police confirmed the incident and the teenagers were arrested. Uh, when the password was changed, the teenagers were in the midst of playing their game or something. They couldn't get Wi-Fi from the mosque anymore. And they chased the mosque staff with uh, machetes. I mean, dude, you're going to hell. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, there's like, you know, over what game, I wonder what game they were playing. Angry Birds. So they changed the Wi-Fi of the mosque? Yeah, so mosque has free Wi-Fi and then the staff were like, okay, you know, we got to change the Wi-Fi password because everyone knows it now, you know. Our internet's slow, you know, we can't get a shit done or whatever. 
And then uh, these boys were uh, teenagers in the middle of playing, two teenagers were in the middle of playing their game. And boom, the Wi-Fi password is changed. And they're like, oh, we're disconnected. And then they figured out that the staff changed the password. They went to, you know, got a machete from God knows where. And boom, just started uh, going to where the staff was, staff only. Staff only, you guys can't come in, boom. (laughs) Walked in there with machetes, chasing the staff down the, the, the hall, the corridor, basically. Hey, there is a couple of times when, when I worked at O'Reilly Auto Parts and there people there's people that would go to the staff only area and I'd be like, bro, oh, get out of here, staff staff only. They're like, oh, I just want to see if you guys have this part in stock. I just want to see if you have some tools for my car. Oh, I didn't no, see get out of here. <laughs> they try to play dumb, dude. That's people. People are the worst. Yeah, huh? People people try to play dumb, bro. It's like, no, nah, we know what's going on. Bro, when I used to be a retail manager and people did shit to annoy me, I would just kick them out. <laughs> Like you gotta, you gotta get out of here. I don't care. <laughs> like I'm the fucking head honcho. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go. If you want to talk to my manager, he'll be back on Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, people are stupid. That's annoying. That's like going into someone's uh, into someone's house without you knocking or ringing the and just walking right in. Changing their Wi-Fi and being like, yeah, no, this is my Wi-Fi now. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, these guys are going to hell. I mean, there's no forgiveness for this. I wonder what game they were playing. They were probably playing some Indonesian game. <laughs> I don't know. They were probably. Yeah, playing... you know who knows. They're, They're probably, probably playing, playing Call of Duty. Uh, Among Us. Among Us, Call of Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty. Whatever. Roblox, maybe. You uh, never know. Minecraft. And they're probably playing something. By they're probably playing GTA Five online. I bet you million dollars. I don't know. Who knows? That's GTA online behavior. That's GTA 5 online behavior. I wish it said what they were playing on here. No, it doesn't. That's GTA 5 online behavior. GTA 4. Uh, Next wild card. Uh, McDonald's is testing uh, exercises, bikes, and restaurants. McDonald's China confirms it's testing exercises. Where is this? In Taiwan? In China. Taiwan. Well, you keep missing these countries. If I keep oh, China. Oh, no, no, wait. Is Taiwan considered? Okay, it's Taiwan. No, it's because the, the article says Taiwan News, and then it says McDonald's China confirms its test. Okay, so it's China. Yeah. I don't know. I just read the article. That's why. Hey, China, uh, Taiwan is not a country. Taiwan does not exist. China's number one. What? You never what? heard of Taiwan? Ta- Isn't Taiwan a country? No, I'm just about to say, do you never heard of China's beef with Taiwan? Oh, there's a beef? They like, they don't even acknowledge Taiwan as a country. They don't even acknowledge their existence. Oh, it's officially the Republic of China. What the fuck? Yeah, but look look into Taiwan and China's beef. Uh, no, so it's a, it's, a, it's a Chinese country. Yeah, but then they're not part of, you know, fall into the Republic of China. Kind of like Hawaii? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like they're, Hawaii. They're their own country. its own place, but it's like the U.S. is. Yeah, it's like a, it's within, yeah, it's like a little island. So Hong Kong is right I, here. I've, I've, I've heard about like Hawaii people being like, you know, they don't really want people in the U.S. over there, you know? Yeah. Nicaragua uh, sees its former Taiwan embassy to give it to China. Wow. So Nicaragua takes their uh, former Taiwan embassy and gives it to China. <laughs> but China hates uh, Taiwan. 
Wait, no, Nicaragua? No, is that Nicaragua is in this article? Huh? Is Nicaragua in the article? No, this is a different article. I've heard about that though, huh? Where they didn't acknowledge Taiwan or something? Yeah, they don't acknowledge Taiwan. They don't even acknowledge their existence to them. Uh, they don't even exist, you know? And anybody that brings them up, <laughs> it's just, you know, you, be, uh, you instantly become their enemy. I think John Cena, uh, oh yeah, he apologized, he had to apologize for acknowledging Taiwan. He had to apologize to China, which was kind of sad. I mean, I lost respect for John Cena after that. That's fucking crazy. WWE I mean, he's um, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon's puppet. Right, and they're probably they're pretty pretty big in China. So nobody wants to rock the boat with China, especially when they're making so much money in China. Yeah, it's an economy for them. Yeah, WWE star John Cena has apologized to China for calling Taiwan a country. <laughs> Uh, the interview prompted a backlash in China, which considered uh, self-reliant. He apologized in like Mandarin or in China or in what? Yeah. What was it Mandarin? Like, I don't know. Mandarin or Cantonese. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't, I don't speak either. I don't them, know the language, but he apologized. And, yeah, he apologized to them. Uh, Mr. Cena has not posted a video on the social media and he speaks to Chinese and is uh, sorry for his mistake. So this is, I don't know. I love John Cena, but... He went from, uh, is that stupid haircut he has too? With the buzz cut? No, he has that hair, that freaking haircut. It was like a freaking, uh, like a, a cowlick. Um. That was not, not a good look for him. Anyways, uh, yeah, bro, I lost respect for him after that. I mean, he can't stand his own ground, he, you know. I mean, Taiwan is a country. He's just, everyone's bowing down to China, you know, even though China's super racist. <laughs> like, they don't like, like, brown people or black people you know it's like they're just super racist but everyone ignores that because there's so much money that we made out there yeah uh, the anyways. economy out there is fucking busting yeah and i mean even if we say anything about china here in the united states we can get like censored and shit so i, don't I feel like we might so we gotta we gotta keep keep pushing on this on this uh topic right now. <laughs> nah definitely not dude that's the last thing we need is <laughs> to be stalled you know freaking get shadow banned in another platform yeah, we'll be back next week with our apology. Uh, Taipei, <laughs> fast food uh, giant McDonald's is not only rolling out new and uh, co-branded meals, it's also extending its creative thinking to hardware and the idea of stationary bike seats at some of the stores in China, Taipei has reported. A video of a young girl eating a hamburger and gulping down a soda drink while exercising on such bike has gone viral on social media, garnering more than 10 million views. That shit sounds like it will make me puke. Uh, exactly. Like, in response, fucking down a burger and some soda, and then fucking get on a fucking bike. Soda is the worst thing you can fucking drink. By the way, if anyone's drinking soda, you gotta fucking stop. That shit's fucking. Move on to some beer. Grow up. Bro, <laughs> move on to some beer and <laughs> some water, man. I mean, soda's done, man. Nobody's drinking that shit. Uh, that shit will fucking kill you. Hey, no. You ever notice how fucking big? Soda soda companies are in other countries though. Like I was watching the documentary. Like when, like when you were in, when you were in Nicaragua, remember how big fucking Coca Cola was out there? That's because the United States uh, introduced uh, third world countries in the eighties and in the seventies to Coca Cola. Back then they hadn't they didn't have none of that. The the no. the states introduced them to um, to Coca Cola, um, and then it just you see all these diseases rise up in these countries that weren't there before like diabetes and all these cancers uh 
because the United States introduced all the sugar and all this nasty shit into uh, other countries. Um, it's crazy, man. I was watching a documentary yesterday. Uh, it was about like eating sugar and all that shit and how horrible it is. Um, what was the name of the documentary? Do you remember or not? Yeah, it's called The Magic Pill. Uh, it's about, basically about how keto is a magic pill. Uh, but I've seen it before. It's on Netflix? Uh, no, it's like on, it was on Netflix, but it's on YouTube now. I'm definitely shooting your way though. But it's a really good, uh, it's a really good, um, it's a really good uh, documentary. But basically there's this, there's this like part of Australia, right? That has like black people, right? Like it's like a, like an island or something. Australia has like, it's like an island, you know, like and it has like people, you know, like black people basically. I think because, you know, they migrated from Africa years years ago, you know. But it's like a kind of like a secluded part, like a secluded island. And basically- Kind of uh, like, there's kind of like that everywhere. I feel like there's a lot of places in the country where there's people that are, you know, they're black people in the country and it's just separated from their country, you know, for, or that, for whatever reason. Yeah. Like our grandma, dude, our grandma uh, in Nicaragua, she's like part black. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, you can just see it with her features. I mean, she has, you know, really that really hair. curly hair, really dark skin. Um, but it explains a lot, you know. Uh, you know. Uh, but I know that she has like African roots for sure. I don't know. I always thought it was my grandpa, but. No, my grandpa had like blue eyes. But he's dark, dark skin. He has dark skin. I think he was just old. No, yeah, like he's like really like his skin is really. I don't know. I don't think it's because of his age, you know. I don't know. We gotta ask my mom this to tell us more yeah, about. Yeah, that's that. that's the thing. That's what I always I always want to ask, you know, and dig dig deep into that, you know, the history and shit. Yeah, definitely. You gotta know about your history to you know about your future. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, so basically, in the documentary, this guy went to this uh, Australian, you know, like it's part of Australia, right? Where I was telling you, it was like island. And when he went there, like in the seventies and the eighties, he took pictures with the 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 people that were there, you know, and all they were eating was like stuff from the land. Like they were eating a lot of fish because they were catching a lot of fish. They were eating a lot of like boar and anything basically that was in the land, you know, like anything. Hold on one sec. Sure. Who are you playing with? Who? Playing with, the, playing with this. Oh, Prada? Yeah. Not bad. She was kind of distracting me. She was oh, playing with, with a can, with the top of the can. Um, so basically, God went into the, you know, in like the 70s and the 80s. He went to this part of Australia. And um, when he went there, he took pictures of the local people and they were just eating like fish and you know living off the land basically and uh everyone was everyone there was like super buff like naturally like muscular and buff and you could see it in the pictures you know it was the same guy uh everyone was like super fit and didn't even have to lift weights they were just like naturally like built like must must muscular you know and then uh he went back like the 2000s uh like 20 years 30 years later and the country, like the people that were there, they were all like very diseased with diabetes and cancers, and they were all just like overweight. Yeah, like obese and shit. 
yeah, like obese, like they couldn't even like walk and talk, like they were like super obese and asthma and all these diseases that they got. And the thing was, uh, during that time period when he had left after visiting the country, and he actually went back, you know, in the documentary, uh, the United States introduced that part of the world, like they gave him like coca-cola and these people were addicted to coca-cola when he got back you know like, took 20, 30 yeah years there's a lot of th- a lot of third world countries are addicted to coca-cola like i remember i remember going to nicaragua and like all, yeah. all my aunts all my aunts and tios they would offer me quieres coca-cola they'd bring a liter of coca-cola they'd fucking you know give everyone a drink you know yeah it's give like uh, pour up some coca-cola for everyone you know everyone in the room yeah even babies they're putting the bottles even the babies yeah but um Anyways, he went back and then they're all like super, you know, like super, you know, like super disease and stuff. And at that time, it's like the United States had introduced uh, sugar and all these sugary foods to these people. Like before that, they were just eating off land and they were like super healthy. And then the United States introduced them into the American diet, you know, that was sodas and sugar, you know, sugary foods and cookies and shit. Eating, and eating more. Like, I think the American this, diet is just eating more, you know having right. more than what you need exactly this is greed i mean but it's also like misinformation as well a lot of people are not informed so i think it's just lack of information i mean the information is out there if you really want it i think it's just you're accustomed you know habits are hard to break you know yeah. um, but basically these people were like super diseased when he got back and he went to the same exact part and it was like they were super buff and like super fit and healthy and like strong, right? And then he went back, and they're it was just sad because they're all like super yeah, like bigger, huh? Like just yeah, I was like really sad. Go, huh? Yeah, but it was just talking about sugar is like horrible for the brain, and I don't know, man. It's it's a hard uh, it's hard to break. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. It's hard to break uh, soda addiction. Soda addiction is uh. I would almost say it's like a drug addiction. Sugar, sugar is like a drug addiction. Sometimes uh, it gives you the same rush as if you were to do like a line of coke or something. Just having like hella sugar and sugary ass foods. Um, so yeah, it's a good documentary to check out. It's called The Magic Pill on uh, Netflix. No, excuse me, it's not on Netflix. Magic Pill on youtube now and on tubi i think magic pill and tubi i don't know if anyone has to be out there but it's basically like a free streaming thing that you can get it on your roku on your iphone it's basically just free tv uh, but i think there's a couple of ads and shit but it's still definitely you know it's a lot of cool shit on there and peacock too uh it's free on peacock i have peacock on, like automatically because of comcast so they give it to me for free um, so on Peacock, Tubi, uh, Sync TV, Apple TV for $1.99. Um, it's super, super good documentary. Um, the Magic Pill uh, by Robert Tate, Pete Evans. And it just features a lot of doctors as well, uh, neuro- neurologists, and a lot of people. There's a lot of real good data that backs the documentary. What's going on now? I'm talking about the same documentary, The Magic Pill. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of neurologists, like like legit doctors, you know, 
they're yeah, you know talking about it and then the thing about the documentary too was uh there was a girl that had like autism and she was like she changed the way she, you know she had like autism and she was having like seizures like i think like they were saying she had like 60 seizures in a day that's fucking in that's a lot and then uh the dad was paying for like 300 dollars for like a little tiny thing of medicine like a month and she's had this whole list of medicine and they changed her diet like in the documentary and like throughout the documentary they started like eating a lot healthier and stuff and it showed uh like change in her like her brain like her brain was getting better and she was does, it, less. does it say what she was eating like what was she eating differently she was eating uh chicken tenders she was eating like capri suns cheese puffs that was before or after? That was before. She was eating a whole bunch of... Uh, oh, and that's what I used to say before. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what, what I was, that was, that was what I was eating. But she was eating just a whole bunch of, like, garbage, like uh, Doritos. Just nothing mm-hmm. but Doritos. Hey, uh, no, I, remember, I remember before I used to be eating a lot of um, fucking the 7-Eleven taquitos. Yeah, those are fucking horrible, bro. fucking horrible. But yeah, she, she switched her diet from, uh, from that to, like... Uh, low carb high fat diet so like eating like a lot of meat and it took a while for her to get adjusted to that like oh so she's eating a lot of meat yeah i was like not a lot of meat but she was eating a lot of greens too and it took like three days for her to actually adjust to that like at first she would just throw her play and fight um but this girl was like six bro and she was like autistic she couldn't even pick up a fork you know that's how like she needed that much help but when she switched her diet, like a month later, she was picking up her fork and actually talking with her real words. Oh shit! And it was just Wait, so really? What? It, what? That's huh? crazy. Yeah, and then like the seizures went down. Like they were starting to wean her off medicine. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the shit that we have right now is just poison. You know, it's <laughs> it's poison, bro. And I think there's a lot of mis- mis- misinformation too. I think they sometimes they try to steer us the wrong way. You know. I feel like they do that because of the the profits that they're making. You know, the money that they're making. Money, a lot of money is being made, and a lot of you know. Yeah, the sugar a lot of people are getting paid. The sugar industry is bigger than the drug game. Have you Everywhere. have you heard about um the Delta shit? You know, with the Delta um. Well, basically, the Delta CEO he wants uh the quarantine to be shorter. So that people could fly more, so that people could be able to fly. Yeah, but he's not the fucking king of the world. I mean, he's but not they, the king they of the still, hill. They still changed it, though. They still changed the shit for him. Oh wow! Yeah, so they changed the the fucking the quarantine. So it has it was from what? It had to be, before it had to be like what four, ten days or something like that. Now it's five. Fucking crazy! It's American greed. It all comes down to the capitalism, um, bro. Capitalism. It's all the money, money to be made. There's money to be made, and if there, if you know, you can't, you can't get in the way of that. Yeah, and if there's money to be made, there's some people, you know. For it. Um. All right. Let's see. We got a couple of comments out here on the YouTube. Hell yeah, we got comments. Um. <laughs> there's a bunch of spam. <laughs> Love face X Y Z online search without closing. So it's a bunch of porno. I mean, maybe that's the way we can. Uh, oh, let's check them out. Check them out. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> It's probably gonna uh, fucking give you virus. It's, it's gonna give our, virus. our isn't this no crash our computer? Um, 
Netflix. Yeah, dude. So it's a good documentary. You should check it out when you get a chance. Anyone out there, you know, I highly recommend it. I saw it in the past, like two or three years ago, but I had to revisit it because I started falling into horrible eating habits. Uh, I started like eating like fucking cheese puffs and shit. Dude, my mental health was fucking crippling, dude. It was fucking declining over blue. And I knew it was like my diet. Like deep down, I knew it. And I wasn't sleeping good at, at, at all either. And I was like, fuck, you know, I got to do something because I was starting to get a, like a gut, <laughs> starting to get chubby again. And I started getting like bags under my eyes. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking too young for having like fucking lines under my eyes. They're still kind of there. You can't really see them, but <laughs> they're still like lines, like black lines. I'm like, dude, you know, I'm starting to fucking look old. And I'm like, I think that's what I'm happens old. though when you get older, bro. I don't know. I don't want to go. It's it's a thing with aging, you know. <laughs> He's like, nah, not me. Nah, nah. I mean, I don't know, dude. It's like you are what you eat at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, hell yeah. And, you know, I want to. You gotta take care of yourself. You gotta take care of your health. Yeah, you gotta take care of your health and whatever works yeah, for you. No one else is gonna do that shit for you. So going down back to the McDonald's thing, dude, we went really off rails. Yeah, I don't know. I just went to the bathroom bike, real quick. The bike seats can reduce customer guilt at the idea of eating fast food. The bike is also made of recycled plastic materials, McDonald's said. While exercising on the exercise bike, cell phones or electronic devices can be charged by the energy generated during the process. This is part of McDonald's China's measures to promote sustainability uh, per Hypebeast. The fast food company said it will continue collecting customer feedback and might expand. So that's pretty uh, counterproductive, bro. Eat a lot of shit and then try to work out like tomorrow, man. You know, that's not Nobody how it works. It's like <laughs> two shit, two things that just don't go. And their salads are not that good. Their salads are pretty shitty. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck goes to McDonald's to think about their health. No, nah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know well, who does that shit. And the thing is, I saw this other video. I mean, even like eating McDonald's fries, they have hella sugar in them, bro. The fries, they, they use the, the fat from the, they use the fat from the fucking, the meats to use to fry up the fries. Right, but then they also have hella sugar in them too. So it makes the fries hella addicting. So, you, you know, you can't just have one, you have to have, keep having more. Cause it just does something to your brain, you know, like the sugar. Yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, their fries are not, their fries are not vegan. They, they use the same, they, they dip it back into the oil of the burgers, you know, whatever, whatever oil they have. Oh yeah. Is. They don't they, care. They just mix it, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Next article, man. Uh, two, three more wild cards and then we're done for the night. We'll hop on the IG after. And... These ones are kind of insane. The ones that you got, the, the, the two next ones, but this one's okay. But the two next ones are fucking, fucking crazy. Wild cards for sure. I don't even know. Yeah, I think this was a good batch of, it was a good, <laughs> it was a good mix of futurology, music, and, you know, wild cards. I think this was a good episode overall. Get all three. Wild um, card. Okay, so you have no idea how hard it is to get a hamster drunk. Uh, you just put a bottle of unsweetened uh, Everclear on the cage and they love it. The heaviest drinkers in the animal kingdom are punier than you might expect. Elephants, for example, are massive, but they are relative. They are rel- relative uh, lightweight. They lack a, the gene for alcohol metabolism. Uh, humans actually rank pretty highly thanks to our ancestors propensity and for picking fermented food off the ground but to find the real champs you have to think smaller think hoarder <laughs> think 
the hamster. So basically, the hamsters, uh, they can drink a lot before getting drunk. Like, they can really hold their fucking liquor. I feel like they get more drunk than us because they're smaller than us, and like they don't they don't need as much alcohol as us. Yeah, but then they still have like uh, they get they get hungover, huh? Nah, bro, it's hard to get them drunk. Really? They don't get drunk. They can be drinking and drinking, and not get drunk. They're just fucking fine. Really? Yeah. 18 grams per kil- per kil- kilogram of body weight a day. Lawton, who recently tweeted about hamsters and alcohol in the delightful thread, told me that he bred hamsters in his youth in Yorkshire. Who even breeds hamsters? It's kind of weird. Breeds? Yeah, breeds hamsters. I remember I remember when we were little, we had some hamsters and they had babies. And they yeah, and then they were kept in separate cages. <laughs> they were fucking through the cages. Oh, fuck. We're like, how did the, how did they get pregnant? They were we never were done. Together. We were done with hamsters right then. We were like, we're done. We would always hear like a squeaking. I don't know, we're like a squeak, squeak in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like what? What are they? Yeah, doing? like the what little kissing like noise, like that. Little did they yeah. know, they were like the cages were up against each other, so they would climb and just get it on, bro. Um, then we had like fucking six baby hamsters. I know that was crazy. Uh, I think it was more than that, but you gave, we gave some we gave them away, hundred friends and shit. I think I gave a few of them away. I don't remember what. Happened. I think I gave a few of them away. Yeah, he did not learn it until um, <laughs> medical school. Medical school that very serious scientist has studied hamsters' alcoholic uh, preferences. But as a teenager, he made a related discovery of his own. When his house got too cold, the hamsters would start hibernating. A spot of brandy would prick them right back up. Cheers. So uh, hamsters just don't tolerate alcohol, though they prefer it to water, and that might be because they're drinking for calories. I don't know where you are in the article, but keep going. Gulick has uh, found that giving hamsters uh, water can suppress their boozing, but um, calorie-free circos water cannot. And in the '90s, scientists investigating whether hamsters could be a good model for alcoholism study to test ethanol against carefully calorie match offerings of tomato juice, peach juice, sugar water, and chocolate. Uh, hamsters indeed started drinking less alcohol when given sweet, uh, rich alternatives. So basically they just love alcohol man. and then they can drink a lot before getting drunk. So uh, I don't know how much a lot is, but you know, they put it in the little uh, water thing their water feeder they started drinking that shit like nothing huh like, yeah and then they wouldn't even get drunk you know for their size oh i found the 90s part where you said it. Where, where, where you at i'm lost now oh. you said something about the 90s yeah you can literally take a hamster ride from the festival and give it alcohol and it would happily you know and it would happily drink uh, rats can be made to drink alcohol either by selective or breeding genetics, but it's not the same, you know. It has so to be mice, huh? Yeah, it's crazy uh, to see the connection with that. I mean, uh, the, the, their tolerance level is likely to an adaption of their hoarding lifestyle. Other hamsters hoarder might have evolved in similar to- tolerance. So, you know how they have that hoarder... Uh, lifestyle they just hoard the alcohol in you know and they don't just consume it right away you know and get drunk. they just 
store it wherever in the store or wherever, something. But then eventually they're gonna get drunk. Yeah. I know. I mean, they made they process it differently, but shout out to the hamsters. I mean, animals can never, you know, imagine if animals if we had this technology to make animals talk, or think with you know AI to know what they're thinking. They're probably going to come in the future, you know, you put a chip on your dog and then, you know, exactly on your app what your dog's thinking. Right. I was like, I'm hungry. And you, hungry. Can, you can communicate back with them telepathically. For real, huh? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, telepathically? Just what do you mean? Like, you text back on the app and it, and boom, it goes into the brain chip and then... Translates it to dog? <laughs> Translates it to dog. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. That'd be that'd be, uh, that'd be a whole different. I I would feel like I stepped into a different fucking universe if that would ever happen. I feel like I stepped into a different universe with all the shit that's going on, bro. Right now, yeah, we're definitely in a different universe. Yeah, it's definitely a different world than it was growing up. Uh, it's crazy, fucking crazy. Even this, you know, when I was like a fucking kid, I'm like, it'd be cool to have a video call with somebody. And see the video instead of just talking to them on the phone and actually see right them. like there's movies about that but it wasn't really a thing mm-hmm. it was just it was just an idea like you know how like in the movies they have those um like those hologram holographic uh like models of the fucking maps and shit or whatever yeah like that shit doesn't exist yet but it's gonna exist in the future like it's gonna be it's gonna be here real soon you know yeah it's gonna be real soon i mean i'm already done with the beer there you go. I'm drinking water for the night. I'll have some beers next time. I just had to water it today, you know. It was a water day, I mean. All right, so this was fucking wild. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this one. A grown man tricks his babysitter into changing his diapers. Uh, Metatari, a man caught deceiving babysitters, changing his diapers, arrested for a second time. A man was arrested. Lock him up. Lock him up already. Just fucking lock him up and throw the keys out. So this comes from WBRZ. ABC News. If this guy's pretending to be... (laughs) I don't know. This guy, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like they need to lock him up, you know? Well, let me tell the folks the story and then we'll weigh in in our opinions. Uh, A man was arrested for the second time for posing as a person with special needs and paying caregivers to change his diapers. State police said 31-year-old Rutledge Dees, uh the fifth was arrested. There you go. There you go. That's a good picture. Actually, that's kind of cool that the thing came up. You know, you never showed Because I put it on my face. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, if you uh, put it in front, of, in front of your body like this, it's going to show up. Oh, wow. I didn't think of that. Um, <laughs> Trooper said that Diaz texted the victim. Um, so, let's... Uh, okay, so... But he was arrested Thursday at his Metairie. Metairie, this is in Louisiana. Go to Louisiana after he solicited someone for alternative therapy. Trooper said Diaz texted the victim offering to pay them to change his diapers. Along with uh, this, law enforcement said Diaz attempted to have the victim recruit other babysitters to care for him while posing as a person with special needs. Okay. So we'll process this process. Diaz was charged with. Okay, so basically, he went online somewhere and solicited someone uh, for alternative therapy. He said, I'll pay you, but can you also change my diapers? You know, I have special needs. Can somebody help me? I need a babysitter. So that's the first part. Uh, Diaz was charged uh, with one count. And it's not Diaz, like a like Mexican 
Diaz is D- no, D- Diaz. D-E-A-S. Was charged with one count of human trafficking and one count of... Days. I think that's Days. Days. No, because Days... Days the fourth. Ruthledge Days the fourth. Diaz. No, because in English it's Days. It's like... Isn't it be like days? D A Y. Or maybe it's D's, huh? Like D's. Yeah, like these nuts. These. <laughs> these diaper nuts. These diaper nuts. Uh, these these were charged with uh, one kind of human trafficking and the attempted human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, these was arrested for hiring babysitters who would pay to change his diapers and treat him like a child, according to state police. These pled guilty for four counts of human trafficking and then investigation in December 2020 uh, when it was placed on probation. So I think the human trafficking charges come because he did it uh, across state lines somewhere else. So I think that's where it comes, um, where that charge comes. And get like babysitters from, from other states and shit, yeah. whatever, nearby, where exactly. whoever, whoever can help him, anyone, anyone can help him change his diapers. This guy needs some help changing his diapers. I wonder diapers. how they caught him though. If you nice. guys have helped him, please contact. There's a number on here on the bottom of the article. 504-310-7000. I wonder how they found out that he was gonna have special needs though. Because one time he just stood up and took a shit and totally was like, uh. They probably just don't have history of him having special needs. Right, but I wonder how they even found out, like how someone even like made the discovery. Cause I'm sure these people uh, changed his diapers a couple times. And they they were like, yeah, this guy this guy's not special. Yeah, this guy's not special, man. He's over here giggling and shit. He's over here giggling over over here in. his diapers. He's stroking it and over here <laughs> farting and shit. Oh man, I feel sorry for the poor babysitters. I mean, there's definitely jobs out there, so I need to take up on this, you know. I don't know. This guy needs to be locked up. That's what I was saying in the beginning. This guy needs to be locked up somewhere away from from anyone, you know, from kids, from fucking anyone, from fucking people. No, he needs to be anyone that you know, anyone. He needs, he needs to, to be, be locked. Away. He needs to be locked up in Arkham Asylum. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so this comes from the Star, Toronto Star. Shout out to Canada. This is in Canada, huh? Ontario, Ontario, Toronto, Canada. So an Ontario nurse admits to have sex with an eight-year-old dementia patient and loses her nursing certificate. It is never acceptable for a nurse to enter into a romantic or personal relationship while actively involved in providing care to a patient. Um, a Petersburg nurse who admitted to having sex with an eight-year-old patient with dementia while working for him as a personal support worker has had her nursing certificate revoked. Catherine Marie Dumich, registered practical nurse, was fired from her employee, her Nightingale Nursing Registry in 2017. After the man's family reviewed security camera footage that showed the two embracing and kissing during an unscheduled visit. And the man telling her that he loved her. Question by her agency the day after the encounter, Dumich admitted to being intimate with the patient, including sexual intercourse, oral, oral sex, and said that she was in love with the man, according to the decision of the disciplinary committee of the College of Nurses of Ontario. The misconduct amounts to sexual abuse of the patient. For that, Dulmich, who got her nursing diploma in 91, can no longer practice as a nurse. 
a penalty that's in line with previous cases in the public's interest. Yeah, dementia. I mean, they fell in love. I mean, how old is this nurse? This guy had dementia. Right. He didn't, he didn't even know what was going on. Or did he? He didn't even know what year he was in. He thought he was in fucking 1989 or something. Maybe, 1970 or something. Maybe he took that Viagra and helped him with dementia. Now, nah, but she got she got fired, huh? She she's out. <laughs> the decision we came, which came after uh, May fifth, twenty twenty one, hearing that passed the star. Uh, got you know it's basically legal. You know she definitely got canned for this. You know this is uncalled for. You know this is not a you know this is not freaking a dating site. This is freaking uh, you're here to work. You know basically you're here to take care of this man. Um. This is not acceptable for a nurse. I think the guy has dementia. It doesn't state the lady's age. So I mean, I think that's important too. Um, I don't know, man. I looked her up and I couldn't find anything. I was curious on her age and stuff like that. Uh, but I couldn't find anything. Um, nah? Nah, I couldn't find, I mean, let's look at age, Ontario. Ontario. Uh, I don't see her age anywhere. I'm sure. I'm sure if I dig deeper, I'll find her age. Uh, don't show her age at all, huh? They're probably hiding uh, the fucking um, the nurse company is probably hiding that the registry. Yeah, they're probably hiding the Nightingale Nursing Registry is probably keeping that information. Yeah, I wonder how old she is. I mean, it could because it, it could, you know if they were closer in age, then it would make kind of sense. I doubt it though, cause I don't know. I just doubt it. The forty-nine. Oh, no, 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 she wasn't. Oh wait, wait. Okay, I found an obituary. Forty-nine, hi, age forty-nine. I found an obituary for her late husband. So this lady has a husband that passed away, Robert David Domage. Oh shit, he was forty-nine. So the husband passed away in September twenty twenty. Was passed away at the Petersburg uh, Center. Oh. Was he there too at the nursing center? No, at Petersburg oh. Regional Health Center, Friday, September 25th, 2020. He will miss he will be sadly missed by his wife, Catherine Marie Dilmage, and his two daughters, okay. Emily and Brianna. Uh, loved by his father, William David Dilmage, and his mother. Um, so I think the Okay. Right? I, I feel like I don't know. Who knows? Okay, I think that what happened here was she was grieving the loss of her husband and found the love, found, uh, found peace at the, at the love, you know, at the arms of this man, you know. So I think she yeah. wasn't all, all there, you know. She was grieving. She was a grieving widow. And he might have taken advantage widow. of that. With two kids. With two kids. I think she was in 40, 49. But is it, you know, I mean, what would be the coincidence of the same exact name, Catherine Marie Dulmage? Mm-hmm. That's not really a common name. Okay, let's look up Highland Park Cemetery, Little Lake Cemetery. I wonder what's that. Uh, uh, she doesn't say where it's at. Uh, oh, yeah, this is in Canada. That's in Ontario. This is, in <laughs> so this is definitely Ontario. the same person. Yeah, it's definitely the same person. This is in Toronto. Yeah. But it's still in... Uh, yeah, definitely, dude. So that is fucking wild. So we just kind of figured out something new. I mean, she was definitely in her late forties. 
Um, just lost her husband, you know, a couple months before this. Uh, he lost it uh, November, no, September 2020. Yeah. So basically, like last year. And I think she, uh, I don't know when she got involved with this man. No, she was, she's been there since 2017 or something like that, I think. Yeah. Uh, she, she, oh no, she was fired in 2017. She was there since like. Oh, fuck. So she might have had an affair with him. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Fuck. Holy crap. She was having an affair with her dead husband with an 80 year old. No, no, no. Man. This guy, the husband wasn't dead yet. The husband died in 2020. But he's dead now. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's dead now. He's fired by her employer in 2017 after the man's family reviewed security cameras. So this is crazy. Um, okay, this is wild. This is too much of the internet for, for me tonight, you know? Uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, wild, wild ass story all around. It's all bad. Who's the real victim here? I think there's really no victim. The daughters, the daughters are the victims. Yeah, I feel like the daughters are. Anyways, it's just, uh, you know, you can't be a nurse in the morning. You gotta find a new career and... Stop sleeping with 80-year-old guys that have dementia. <laughs> It'll fuck up your career. It'll fuck up your career. So less than a day today. Don't fuck 80-year-olds with dementia. Um, anything else that you came across? Anything else you want to share with the folks out there? Um, anything else you want to talk about before we... So mm, let me see. I think there's one more that I wanted to talk about, but let me see. Let me make sure. No, I think that was it. So definitely we're going to hop on the IG right now. Go over these articles real quick. Um, I'll go on my dystopian. You can go on your studios, huh? Yeah. And... Um, We'll pin fruit the little down and talk about that. Uh, but yeah, it's fucking wild, dude. It's fucking uh, a crazy ride. We'll run through these articles and check us out next week. I mean, we're back every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Uh, if you're new to the channel, just now seeing this, thank you for taking the time. And we always come with fresh new articles, fresh new content, the latest futurology news here, the latest news in the future of the week. And wildcard stories and next week we're reviewing um the mac gray album if there's anything you want us to talk about you know shoot it our way with that being said um have a good night and a happy new year cheers all right jump on the live cheers mate cheers mike